So, hello and welcome to a new Merkborg actual play. Are you guys excited? <laughs> yes. Yeah, very excited. Me too. Me too. <laughs> and scared. <laughs> yes, well, you should be, alright, because it's going to get fucking weird in here. <laughs> um, yeah, just to let everyone know before we start the bloody thing, um, I have taken a few liberties with the actual uh, lore and the story for Morkborg, but that's Merkborg, so that's about it. Um, but very quickly, let's do some uh, character introductions. James, who are you playing? Alright, I am playing a person called Cutler Chudley, and he's Wretched Royalty. And, Nick. and I will be playing Torn, um, a cult herb master. <laughs> Very good. All right, well, that's all the introduction we need, so let's get into the bloody game, shall we? Yeah. yeah. I, suppose, I suppose it's about time. Oh, by the way, guys, just so you know, I'm drinking a coffee. Do you want to have a guess at what type of coffee? Is it Irish? Black. Oh. Spooky coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the Joasts. It is a hot midsummer day in the capital, Galgenbeck. The clear skies and warm weather bathe the city's bustling markets in a joyous atmosphere. Giggling and merry families lock their doors behind them as they rush excitedly up the tan stone covered streets towards Castle Galgenbeck, where a huge, joyfully expectant crowd has already gathered. The castle, home to the royal Chudley family, has been decked in bunting as the royal band ushers in a special event, a double execution. Prince Catler Chudley, next in line to the throne. You look down upon this from the execution stage as an executioner tightens the noose around your pencil neck. I wish this was not happening. And, um, can you just sort of loosen it and then take me out? The executioner, a fat man with a lengthy scar on his chest, finishes securing the rope around your throat and says, talking through the red bag on his head, Listen, Catler, nothing personal, all right? Well, I, it is personal because you're trying to personally remove my life. Oh, no, mate, but I've got kids to feed, you understand, you know what I mean, mate? Come on, we're still boys. We're, we're still mates. Well, well mates is, is rather not really the one that I'd go for, but, um, mm, I couldn't pay you handsomely if you let me go. <laughs> Good one, mate. Oh, what, what what's that behind you? Give me a presents roll to try and distract him. <laughs> uh... Got an 11 for presents. His head doesn't turn even slightly. He just goes, come on, mate. That's the oldest trick in the book. I taught you that one when you were only a Wayne. Yes, but um, it's it's spooky. It's spooky. You're an idiot. All right, well, have a good execution, mate. And you see him sort of walk off um, just laughing to himself at your failed pitiful attempts to try and distract him. And your, your body gets quite hot as your thick, luxurious cloak is draped over your prison uniform, a mockery of your regal station. Your gaunt body grumbles, hungry from weeks in the Galgenbeck dungeons. You grit your teeth, staving back the hunger pains. You lot suck. You've always sucked. I've always hated you. You're an absolute putrid pile of pompous pricks. As you yell this at the crowd, a hail of tomatoes and oats and shit come flying at you, um, many of it splatting right on your face. You see children cheering as they score headshots with all this uh, horrible gunk. Can I try and eat some of the good bits? Yeah, yeah. Actually, give me an agility roll. Um, and if you beat a 12, you're going to swallow some... Yes! Yeah. Right, I got a 16 overall. Yeah, making a mockery then of the people throwing stuff at you. You open your mouth wide and a tomato plaps into your mouth. <laughs> oh yes, I needed that. 
Catler, you are not the only person being executed today, though. As I mentioned, there is another beside you, your close friend and drug dealer, Torn. And Torn, your neck is also benoosened. Standing as you are in nothing more than a sack, the summer sun seems to worm its way round the mask you wear. Your deformed, diseased face, um, all mangled from years of breathing in drug fumes, stings and pulses with pain. Your hands are tied, and the inability to scratch your facial defects is maddening. Alright, so I'm going to lean over and first mumble through my mask, and then realise that I can't talk through it properly, and then kind of flick my head to the little mouth bit opens, and be like, um, <clears throat> permission to uh, speak, my lord. Well, turn of, uh, you can always speak, especially now. No, I mean on your behalf. On my behalf? Yes. Do you have a plan? Um, it's working plan? Mmm, go on then. Good. Look, you bunch of swines. <laughs> How dare you insult your lord and his uh, esteemed advisor like this. We are not to be hung. Um, and there is definitely something quite large behind all of you. Um, that's as far as I've got, Lord. Give me a presence roll to try and distract them with the same excuse. Nine? <laughs> On the, the presence? <laughs> you're, um, you're, it's another pitiful attempt. As you try to distract the crowd, some of them take looks behind them and just see more crowd. And then, as you stand there insulting them, another hail of booze and tomatoes and sh- oats and old shit come flying at you, smack, smacking into your face with a hideous plapping sound. Oh, I've worked with worse! Um... <laughs> It is some time before the festivities continue. You're just sat there now with things being thrown at you periodically. And this goes on for about 15 minutes. You stood there while the citizens just hurl all this horrible shit at you. And then there's a chorus of trumpets. King Beckerin. Your father, Catler, is ushered by a security team over to a lavishly decorated viewing box where he perks his fat, warty ass and hands his heavy crown to one of his many cronies. Daddy? He ignores you entirely, just taking a, a sort of angry glance at you and speaking again to his advisors. The judge, wearing his purple judging robes, who presided over your case, seats next to the king, the two of them drinking from thick goblets, as does the high priest Jonathan, who maintains his gaze towards the floor as he fidgets with his bright white vestments. Then there is an uproarious applause as the castle gates open behind you. It is Prince Cam your younger brother, Catler, and a man who claims to be Torn's friend. He is wearing his best finery, his silvery long hair flowing as he marches boldly up to a lectern at the front of the stage. He addresses the spectators. Friends! Another cheer starts up. It is to my great displeasure this day that I condemn my older brother, Catler, to be hung by the neck until dead. More cheering and whoops come from the crowd. We have found him guilty of using and aiding in the production of devilish potions and engaging in dark rituals, including one where he diddled a pig and another where he willingly engaged in fornication of the bottom with this man here. And he points an angry gloved finger at Tor. That was never proven. It was that an experiment. Was never your objections are drowned out by the cheers as people wait for your, you to be hung by the neck. I hate you, brother. If I, if I dare say, I will haunt you. I will haunt you and the family and the father, and I will get back at you. I too, for 
I'd also like to haunt. He <laughs> can. Um, he kind of addresses both of you, speaking closely into your ears, and he goes, Brother, Torn, you know it's just business, you know. I think I'd make a better king than you, to be perfectly honest, Kepler. And, uh, you know, you're next in line to the throne, and you know how it is. It's just royal family business. Yes, royal family set-up business. And remember when we were young? And you forced a hot crumpet between my butt cheeks and made all of the school laugh at me. Yes, you deserve that. <laughs> yeah, well, you deserve this for doing that to me. Well, bah. Wow. Really? That's definitely a bit out of balance. How dare you? You're, you're pathetic. You're going to make a shit king. You see him sort of chuckling to himself as you say these things uh, to him. And he, he has the sort of bold swagger of a man who's beaten you. And he goes, oh, by the way, turn. Thanks for all the potions, but... Uh, you know, we needed a scapegoat, let's put it that way. It is at this time that both of your thoughts seem to race through memories. Good times turn of when you first became interested in occult drugs and didn't sleep for a month. Or when you, Catler, and your brother Cam, when you were much younger, used to play by the river, trying to sneak peeks at the sexy washerwomen. You spend the next frantic few seconds like this remembering, remembering the golden beautiful streets of Galgenbeck. You take one last look, and then, you hear, let them drop! The final command is issued by Prince Cam. A nod is given by the judge. The king hand waves the situation away as he flirts with a lady next to him. And Prince Cam's smile is the last thing you see. And then, there is a crack. A sharp shock of pain. And then, nothing. There begins a soft pulling sensation which suddenly grows stronger, then there is something like a punch to your chest, an injection of energy. Not much, mind you, but some energy coursing through your veins like shifting sand. Uh, then a sense of selfness enters your consciousness. You remember you are torn, drug dealer, caretaker for Prince Catler. You open your eyes, but there is only blackness. You go to move your arms, but they're surrounded by stone. There appears to be some heavy weight on you as you lay in this dark stone box. The stench of rotting and, and dirt pervades everything. Hello? What is this? Um, Catler, you hear this voice and you hear, you feel the breath of something right on your face as you're laying on top of something in the darkness. Uh, what? Oh, my lord! You realise now that Catler is laying on top of you, Torn, and he, you two appear to be uh, enclosed in the same stone box. Oh, my lord, you appear to be on me. No, no. Um, Not this predicament again. If you could just move slightly so I could get some more air into my lungs. Then. Look, if they see this, they will They will definitely think that we did the thing that they think we did. Well, well can you move? What's that poking me? Ow, no, it's not me. Okay. I don't think. Can you move your arms? Uh, not really, no. Mm. It's almost like I'm surrounded by stone. Mm. Catler, you... as you try to move, every single every single tiny movement, even the feeling of speaking, hurts. You feel things crawling out of your esophagus, and, and your arms hurt incredibly as you try to move and grunt. Dawn, I don't feel very good. Everything hurts. Ow. Me too. Oh, it's almost as if I've been... Oh. 
And then I'm just gonna try and wriggle a bit more, see if I can get out from um, beside uh, Catla. See if I can, uh, yeah, at least wriggle to the side and get from, um, from underneath him. Give me a strength roll. <laughs> okay, seven on the strength. It's it's a pathetic attempt. Catla <laughs> still weighs quite a lot, and um, as you try to move, you only uh, seek to becrushion yourself further. No, no, that's not doing it. Ow! Mm, right, I'm just bad. I suppose I'll go through the pain and I'll try. As I'm on top, I'm just going to try and kind of stand up. Okay, yeah, give me a strength roll. That is a 14 overall. You sort of do like a push-up, trying to get yourself up, and it, it hurts incredibly. But your back is, something's pushing down on your back, and as you, re, like, as you retch yourself upwards, every single part of your body uh, in, in an immense pain, you feel something like a, a, a lid slide off your back and crumble onto the floor of a very dark room. If you stand up, you're free, but you now see that bursting from your entombment, you are in another pitch-dark room, able to make out only the faintest of shapes, a corner here, a cobweb there, the skittering of some small creatures in the dark. And you realise that, making out just roughly, you were in some sort of entombment, both of you together. Oh, my back. What is this place? You know. Where have we travelled? Have we travelled anywhere? Uh, well, my lord, if you actually help me out of the box, I won't be able to tell you. I'm, I'm still quite crushed. I help you up, was it? Well, you've kind of crushed my standard. Oh, sorry. You're still I, standing, I, right, I'm, so. I'm sorry. I, I'll get out. That's better. <laughs> Good. You, okay. Yeah, you lift Torn out of the, out of the box, and um, you two now stand in this tomb. Your eyes adjust to the darkness, and you can kind of make out faint shapes. Catler, you kind of realise that this has a lot of familiarity to it, this area, and you appear to be in the Chudley family tomb. I've just realised where... I've just realised where we are, Tom. Where, where are we, my lord? Family tomb. Do you remember when we used to do many, many potions down there? Oh, your family tomb? Yes. Quite. Yeah. Uh, why are we here? I think... I don't know. Both of you give me a presence roll. Fifteen. Seventeen. You take a look around, and with your with your decent rolls, you kind of take a look around the uh, the chamber that you're in, and you see many um, similar boxes like the one you're in, all named with previous Chudley um, family members, roy royalty. And in addition to that, you see many skeletons sort of scattered around the floor, probably more scapegoats like you, Torn. Um, but in addition to that, as you sort of glance around, taking one look and your eyes adjusting in the darkness, you take a look at each other. Catler, your teeth are rotted, falling out. Your flesh is also rotting, and loads of worm-like creatures and maggots writhe around in the flesh. And having a look at Torn, your um, drug dealer and, and best friend, you notice that he's basically completely... Um, he's completely rotted, but still stands in front of you. Oh, my Lord, you look nasty. What, what do you mean? You just look like... You look dead. Well, but I've always been quite, you know. I mean, I wish I had a mirror. Do I look all right? Uh, I'm going to squint and see if I can get it. Uh, oh, um, uh, yeah, quite, my lord. Uh, my uh, mouth feels a bit funny. Well, look, give me a little smile. Okay, close. Uh, there is a there good. is a disgusting smell as as Catler smiles and breathes in your direction. <sighs> you see that about the three teeth that remain look like old wine corks. Um. So, okay. Are we dead? Well, I mean, we just came out of the tomb. Uh, it's got my name on it. 
Um, and then here's all the rest of my family and... Royalty from rotting out and I seem to have died. Yes. You think you've got it bad, mate? I've been stuck in this bloody tomb so long I've been out of all recognition. Well, who goes there? My lord, step back. Look down, you fucking idiots. Uh Oh. Looking down into the uh, into the tomb that you just came out of, you see a shining ancestral sword that was buried with you, Catler. Obviously, some kind of very last ditch attempt to show respect to you. Yep, nobody's wielded me in years. By the way, uh, nice to meet you. I'm your great uncle. We never actually uh, actually met. My name's Steve. Um, Steve, is that you? Yeah, you know from the paintings. No way. You I look, mean, I'm you sorry. You completely to- different. Yeah, I mean, when I was alive, to be fair, I was not a sword. That's a that's a recent that's a recent uh, development. Can I? I want to pick him up and sort of like wield him like I've just found the best sword ever. Yeah, you pick him up and and hold him above your head, and he goes, "Careful, mate! I get travel sick really easily." Well, I'm going to swing you about. Best hold on to something. Yeah. Ah, shit! Ah. Fucking hell! I'm gonna be sick. All right, all right. You can wield me, but just walk smoothly when you do, please. I get really bad travel sickness. I don't suppose you've got a shears anywhere, do you? No. No, mate. And so so what the fuck happened to you? Well, um, we was just trying to figure out the same thing. You're trying to remember what happened, I think. We must be dead. Are you dead? Or high. I thought I was dead, but I'm, I, I think they implanted me in a sword for Ray Wenge. Uh, Ray Venge, as they call it nowadays. <laughs> You see, the the Chudley royal family, right? If anyone gets in their way, they get them out of the way. And look, I spoke to the wrong newspaper, and now I'm here. Ended up as a bloody sword in a tomb. Wow. If you're here, right, and you've been buried, chances are you've done something bloody wrong, right? Well, I don't... we didn't. Unlikely. No, we didn't do anything wrong. We just, you know, there's normal merriment, gallivanting, lots of potions, lots of potions. Forget the days, the nights, the weeks, the... The people, the, myself, you know, that kind of normal stuff. Yeah. Pretty good times. Pretty good times. Yeah, pretty good. I doubt they bloody executed you for drinking potions, mate. I yeah, mean... Exactly. I, I, all the royal family are doing them. Your dad, I think, he, he, your dad, for example, he's a, he's a fucking potion fiend, mate. Yes, I know. I used to do it many a time with him. So what did you do? Come on. Did nothing. Look, I don't mind. What did you do? We've clearly been set up, my what, lord and what? sword. Yes. Oh, that's rude. I'm rude. <laughs> Sorry. Look this, look, this ain't the time for jokes, fuckhead. Right? We're stuck in a fucking tomb. You guys have had a second chance at life. I say we use it to the bestest and let's dig our way out. And, if I may share a tip, dig up. Right, so I'll use you. Right. I'll the, use you to dig. I thought the sword might have a point. He does. I do, I do. Sorry, my lord. I get a little bit restless in tight spaces. It's not that fucking funny. I'm a bit scared. Shut up. Right. Don't anyone? Right. <laughs> I'm starting stabbing upwards. You start stabbing upwards and you realise the ceiling is much higher than you thought. Oh. Um, he's like, and, and the sword just goes, right, right, stop that stupid shenanigans, right? <laughs> There's got to be stairs leading out of this place. I can't fucking see a thing. Don't know if you noticed, I ain't got fucking eyes. You should know it, my lord. It is your house. I'm torn. Come on. Dead Let's house. go. Let's yep. go. Okay. Right. Which way? Um. Both of you give me a presence roll. Let's see if you can make out some stairs. I got um seventeen, and I got fifteen. Both of you sort of turn your gaze to the west, and uh, as you look in that direction, you see a small, um, ever so paper thin shaft of light emanating from somewhere around the ceiling that sort of bounces off some old, mouldy, rotten stairs. 
Yep, nice. It looks like the stairs. That's a bingo, my lord. Mm, that's a bongo. Let's go. You guys walk over to the stairs, and and you can see that um, there is something stone and heavy blocking the uh, your exit from the stairs. Well, something in the way. Best we best find another route. Yeah, well, my lord, slow down. Another fucking route. What? what is in the way? Let me see. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get a bit closer and check it out. Torn, you walk up to it and you can see that it appears to be similar in construction to the stone that was over your tomb where you were buried. It's quite similar to the one you, you was able to move before, so perhaps if we put our strength together we maybe have to move this, my lord. Oh yes, I didn't think of that because, you know... We're all right, mask face. Well, why don't you try and bloody well move it then, you fucking stupid... Let's slow down, sword. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I, I get restless, all right? I've been down here 200 fucking years, all right? Cut me some slack. Very <laughs> good. Uncle Steve. Uncle, Uncle Sword, you may well have been here for a long time, but you must realise that I, too, have been very close to our Lord, and he does take my advice very, very carefully. So, Sword. All right, so we got to do advice. If I, I may advise and you may continue to be a sword, that would be much appreciated. I will cont- I don't think I'm going to stop being a sword anytime soon. So, all right then. Good. My lord, if we could now try? Yes, 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 I suppose. You I may suppose. have to lead because you have the strength, but I would guide. Mm. Part, part of this sort of worries me, though, because you guys, are, whatever's fucking happened to you, some sort of resurrection or whatever, if you try and move that, I'm worried your arms are going to fall off. I hope not. And if, if you ain't got no arms, I ain't being wielded. Look, 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 it's, it's fine. With no arms falling off. I wish, I wish I still had all the butlers that moved this rock for me. I'm not used to this kind of life, you know. Oh, God, I remember the days. I used to have a duke them out west. The amount of rocks I got butlers to move, those were, those were happy times. Oh, yes, actually, I know the place. Yeah, yeah. The little, little cottage there, too. Oh, come on, mate, it's bigger than a cottage. Look, fuck it, let's just move this fucking stone, shall we? <laughs> Right. Right. Thirteen. Three. Torn, you you go to try and move this rock, and as you do so, you sort of push up on it, and a bone just snaps in your arm and pokes out of the side of your arm. Oh, wowzy. Um, my lord. And I just lift it up to him to kind of display what's happened. It dangles there, horrifically. But then, Catler, you give it one last shove with your thirteen and just slide this stone out the way. (sighs) I did it! The moonlight hits you. It's strangely uncomfortable, heat burning your already tender skin. Your legs creak as you take each painful new step up the stone staircase. And once outside, you feel a light drizzle of rain as the lunar light glares brightly into your sensitive eyes. You see that you stand atop a muddy hill in a vast, crumbling graveyard. You see scant puffs of brown, crackly grass between each gravestone and dead, decaying flowers. You also see mossy tombstones over which slugs pass, sliming across the names of the long-forgotten dead. Behind you, the Chudley family tomb, which deteriorates even as you gaze up at it, large chunks of it sighing off the side as stiff winds howl through the cemetery. Uh, greetings, my servants. What? A man stands before you, holding a scroll which drips with black sludge. His dirty brown coat lays over his crooked back, and his head top glows as the moonlight bounces off its shiny surface. He eyes you up, one eye much larger than the other. I'm sorry, did you just call me a servant? I think you're vastly mistaken. You, if anything, you're mine. Well, um, what do you mean? Hang on a minute. I think something's gone have gone really fucking wrong here because I bought this scroll from a bloke uh, from a bloke back in Galgenbeck and he said that it resurrects people from the dead to be my undead slaves. 
So if you could just do my bidding, please. But um, I think you'll find that I'm the one with the slaves. So surely you're my slave? You resurrected me to be your master. Jesus fucking Christ. That fucking guy at the magic shop said that said that you would you wouldn't have free will. What the fuck is going on? I've been fucking I've I've been I've been I've been gazumped is what it is. Well I've you, been gazumped. Could you gazump a bit quieter or just, you know, do my bidding as you're You could do to? my lord's bidding. I spent my last few silver pieces on a fucking scroll it didn't fucking work, so give me a little Looks like you're looking for employment then. Look, give me all your money or else I'll Oh. And don't try anything, Fanny. Breathe on you. Um, well, I just fucking... Look, if you, if you... Oh, Christ! It smells like old scotch eggs! Oh, don't... Right, stop breathing. For fuck's sake, Christ almighty. That smells like my nan's dead ass. <laughs> you smell that regularly, do you? Mm. Well, if you think that's gross, look at this. I can lift my arm again. <laughs> and he looks at it, and you see, him, you see him sort of like a bit of chunder sort of rise up in his throat, and he goes... Fucking hell. So you're looking for work? Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a grave robber, so not really. Technically, I was going to get you guys to sort of push that stone aside. I was going to go in and steal all the uh, all the artifacts of the Chudley family. No, there's not really anything down there. Well, fucking hell. Any spiders? Um, no. There's just really just dark and soil and stone. Say, I'm hungry as well. Three bones? Hey, I've got a good plan. So, now that we're awake, we want to get revenge on my family because they're all cunts. Um... And now you're here and you appear to be the one who resurrected us to fancy tagging along and helping out. Wait, so you've been given a second chance at life and you intend to use it getting revenge on your family, the ones that buried you. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Sounds fucking awesome. Which reminds me, what, what year is it? Uh, well, uh, time is a bit wibbly-wobbly at the moment. You see, things aren't working quite the way they used to, mate. Uh... You've been in there about, carried a one, 20 years. About 20 years? I remember you guys' fucking execution. Good day, really good day, but things have changed a lot, right? In the last 20 years. How's my prick brother doing? Is he still a king twat? Prince Cam's got missing, mate. Good. He's got missing. Good. If you want to track him down, you can do it, but... Let oh, me I, just, do. I do. I do want to Let me just give you a bit of a, get you up to speed. You see, it all started just after you two got cunted off. You see, we all used to worship Zovia, right? Goddess of justice and goodliness. And while people started to notice that their prayers were no longer being answered, disease hit Galgenbeck like a tidal wave. And then the rest of the world, then the riots happened. Churches were defiled and the houses of priests were burnt to the ground. People wanted to understand why God had left them. And the church had no answers, you see. Before long, people forgot what they were fighting about. They began to attack the homes of innocent people, the businesses of hard-working folk. It was chaos. If it weren't a disease that got you, then the protesters would. The royal family mostly went into hiding, right? The church was no more, the world now populated mainly by murderers and scumbag. And then, they came. You see, during the riots, some bloke called Schlager found a scripture underneath one of the cathedrals. He's foretold the end of the world. The nameless scriptures, we call them. And now every single thing written in them is coming true. They predicted the riots, the disease, the fall of the church. These predictions were made by a bloke called Verhu. One head of a two-headed basilisk who sits up in Bergen Crypt. People worship the cunt now, bring him gifts, even erected a cathedral in his name right in the heart of Galgenbeck. It's these circumstances that bring me here, actually. The world ain't got long left, and I'm just trying to get money to stay in a drink while everything goes to shit. Wow. Not much been going on, then. Yes. 
Oh my god, please face away when you laugh. Sorry. You see this bloke just sort of look at you with this sort of uh, sort of resigned sort of anger and he just goes, Shut up, mate. Alright? Everything I've ever known and loved has gone to shit. Alright? So just keep the jokes to a fucking minimum. Hey look, we've been dead for a while, so why don't you lighten up a bit? <laughs> yeah, right, fair enough. I've not been dead. Yeah, I can say that about me life. Exactly, well, why don't you just shut the fuck up? Alright. Fucking hell. Alright, well, I can see the introductions aren't one of your strong points. How about this? I'm Cadler, Chadley. Cadler, Chadley, nice to meet you. My name's Johannes. Johannes? Who are you, mask face? Torn, the neighbors. Herb master extraordinaire. Yes, he's alright. Brilliant potions. Brilliant, brilliant ones. Fucking hell, I could do one of those. Chase away the cobwebs in the old brain, you know what I mean? It's not a bad point. Could you make any up? Perhaps. Perhaps, my lord, I can. So, so Torn, as you sit down to brew up some potions, um, you get your lab out of your uh, out of the, the the depths of your coat and fold it out onto the floor of this hideous sprawling graveyard. And Catler, you see him sort of mixing all sorts of coloured liquids and little powders and things like this. As mercifully, Torn, you are buried with your stuff. The first brew that you make up, it puffs with magical energy and sends a hideous smell into the air. And presto, sir! You've brewed a portion of Elixir Vitalis, which heals D6 HP and can stop infection, but is highly addictive. You see Johannes, he looks over at your table, his bulging eyes bulging even more, and he goes, Fuck it, hell, mate. Give me a swig of it. Wait, 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 wait. Just one simple swig. Come on, mate. Vitalis is very, very. Addictive. <laughs> Don't I fucking know it. Hell, <laughs> then enough of that to last me a lifetime. Okay, okay. Yeah, just a, just a, just a, just a, just a week. Just a week. We finish my work. All right. Come. Pull out a few more ingredients, um, sprinkling a few frogs into this into this little pot and grinding them into a dust, then adding various liquids, and you get some a portion of southern frog stew. You, if you take this, you know that induces vomiting for a, a long, long time. And this vomiting is so violent that the imbiber can do nothing else for the amount of time where they're vomiting. And then you see Johannes, he goes, Come on, mate, give me a swig of that one. That one looks delicious. Not this one. Yes, please. No, no. The green one. Yes, please. God, look, Go I'm on. an addict, mate. Let's put it that way. But I ain't got nothing else to live for. Just give me a swig. I'm going to side glance over to my lord. I... <laughs> yeah. Very well. Yeah. Try. Yeah, and I... you see him drinking. He, he, he takes a, a, a sort of tentative sw- sip first. Goes, All of it. Mm. All of it. Oh yeah. Well, thanks guys. That's really kind of you. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Do I have to take the aroma of pig ass? <laughs> That's good. That's good stuff. And you see him knock it back and tip it down, and he goes, "Yummy!" Oh wow, I feel, I feel very, very vital. <laughs> what the fuck did you just skip? Get... <laughs> Oh, my insides. I feel like I've swallowed a bag of knives. I'm going to put Sorry. <coughs> may have been uh, some frogster. You ask and you shall receive. He's bent over on the floor. His back sort of, his hunched back cracked over. His, his hand sort of, uh, sort of slipping in the mud and slipping in his own vomit now mixed in with the mud. And Steve, your sword speaks up and he goes, Well, I guess we can fuck off, can't we? <laughs> I suppose. We've still got it. Oh, Johannes, I think I like you. Fuck you! Oh, we'll be fine. When? <coughs> uh, can't quite remember. Probably... Oh, well. Anyway, come on. 
your highness. You see him start trying to trying to claw himself through the mud, but he's unable to do anything. And as you guys sit there with him puking his guts out, Steve's like, "Come on, mate, he's gonna die. Let's just leave him. No, we got no. we got family to kill." Yes. Hey, Don, drag him behind us, will you? Sir, he's quite rotund and sickly. Um, look, just grab him by the foot. What do we need him for? He's fucking useless. Look, he may come in handy. All right, I will grab he him. He can't handle his drink, the stupid prick. <laughs> no, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> and and you see the uh, Johannes on the floor. He's like, oh, I think it's very funny, you pair of cunts. <laughs> you ask for Johannes. Look, look, look. Lean to the side, and Torn will drag you. Fuck you. And suddenly, your conversation is cut short as a thick mist rolls over the graveyard, and you hear coming from somewhere amongst the graves the voice of a woman. Help me! You've got to help me. It's so cold. I need a warm cup of tea. <coughs> what? Who the fuck is that? Help me! I'm gonna die. Uh, it sounds like a scared woman, my lord. Hello. You got? Hello. I'm dying. It's so cold. What's help your name? Me. Help me. Janine. 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 Janine of what family? You. Janine Wiggly. Wiggly? The Wiggly family? Fuck off. You, you can't help me, I'm dying. <laughs> I am dead. What of it? Help me. Why? I'm dying. Where what, are you, what? wench? I mean, woman. What's in it for us? Come G- on. Give me a presence, Rotorn. Let's see if you can detect where, where this voice is coming from. An 11. You you realise that there's a sort of huge um, inverted cross-shaped grave, and that is where the voice is coming from, echoing through the mist. I'm going to lean in and be like, it's coming from the grave, my lord. Um. Help look, me. Hey, what's in it for us? I'll give you some uh, some silver pieces. I've got a pocket full. I'm going to die. But, but silver pieces is that it? i got loads. But, but I'm gonna die, you gotta help me! <laughs> Something doesn't seem right, my lord. Mm-hmm. No. Well, what the fuck? We haven't done anything in 20 years other than be dead. And we made someone just violently <laughs> sick. I mean, what, what's the worst that could happen? You're Let's return you. some balance. Oh yeah, how is Johansson? You, you look behind you and you see that he's still being sick. He's now rolling on the ground, holding his stomach and crying. <laughs> oh god, um, that looks quite bad actually. Oh, is that the, that might be some blood coming out? Uh oh, I'm gonna die very in in like one minute. You've got to help me. How do you know your time of death? Just please, please. <laughs> how how do we help you? Come on. Please, I'm dying. How do we help a grave? Explain, explain how we help. I'm not a grave. I'm a woman. <laughs> help me. <laughs> <laughs> My lord. Mm, okay, I suppose I'll start sort of digging a bit, maybe. Perhaps if you attack with um your sword? Steve. Steve? Steve. Look, I'm 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 up for being swung whoever you wanna swing me at. But we've gotta get back to fucking Galgenbeck and kill people. We can't be helping yeah. graveyard women! I mean, what's that what have graveyard women ever done for us? What's a few minutes going to do after twenty years, hmm? When have when put it this way, Catler, when have the Chudley family ever helped anyone? Well, that's true. And you're going to start now for a fan full of silver pieces? I say ignore the woman. No, don't ignore me. I, I really need help. I need it. I'll, I'll show you the way out of the graveyard. Look, I know the way out of the graveyard. I Do think. you, though? Do you, though? Because I'm... Because... Uh, uh, just... Could, would, would you please... You hear the voice starting to get annoyed. Would you please come here and start to help me? <laughs> I'm really getting annoyed now. 
There's something not quite right with this, my lord. I mean, oh, what I mean is, um... Oh, I'm dying. Oh, for fuck's sake, let's, piss off, will you? Um, let's... I think perhaps we should approach with our, our weapons up. Look, I've got an idea. Let's pick up Johannesburg and then throw him over there. Leave the sword, he goes. What's a kind of, uh... Sort of feel it out, see what happens to Yeah, you. he could be sick on her or something, I don't know. Fantastic idea. Go on in. Johannes knows his shit. Johan. Johan. <laughs> Let's go grab him for fuck's sake. Right. Alright, Catla, give me a strength. But are you both lifting him up? Yeah. Alright, both of you give me a strength roll. 13. What, an 8? He's significantly lighter than he was when you met him, let's put it that way, um, as now sort of blood is being chundered up out of his gob, and you guys pick him above your head. As it's a ranged attack, we'll do. give me a presence <laughs> roll, both of you, to try and chuck it over at the grave. Oh, I've got four. Oh, I've got 14. Catler does most of the groundwork here as he launches Johannes over at this grave. And, and Torn, you're trying to do it with your sort of broken arm, so you don't really get the, the sort of lunge you wanted. And you see Johannes fly through the air, sending a rainbow of chunder behind him. <laughs> and he smashes... Into, Look at him go! He smashes into the grave which crumbles like a, a, like a short-crust pastry. He appears to be on top of the legs of some strange creature and looking through the mist you see that the source of the voice um, is actually a skeleton dripping with thick clotted blood it holds a jagged rusty knife in one hand as it wrenches itself underneath from underneath Johannes to attack you roll initiative Great job, I think not! You guys are gonna go first. Yes. It's this blood-drenched skeleton standing over the puking uh, body of Johannes next to a crumbling grave in the mist. This thing um, screaming at you. Steve, how about you? I'm ready! Swing me! Strength to strike, and all you want to do is beat a 12. Excellent, I've got 14. Hey. That is gonna hit, roll damage. Three damage. You slice into this um, bloody skeleton, chopping one of its arms off, and it appears not to be phased by this at all, and sort of skulks towards you angrily, with loads of uh, thick black gore dripping out of its teeth. Dawn, 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 dawn. That's my lord. Well, he, he didn't flinch one bit. Well, oh. Give me a hand, will you, or him? <laughs> well, I can only give you one, sir. The other's broke. Um, I'm going to try and swing my warhammer one-handed at this vile creature. Awesome. Give me a strength roll. Ooh, uh, nine. <laughs> you miss, and as you swing your warhammer, you just you accidentally clout Johannes in the stomach and making him chunder even more. He's like, ow, fuck, fuck, sake. sorry. The skeleton. You now stand sort of both of you face to face with this bleeding skeleton. <laughs> it's now going to be its turn, um, and it, it holds up this rusty, jagged dagger and goes to swing at, at Prince Catler. Give me a dodge roll. I got a sixteen. As the skeleton lifts it up and, and, and lunges it back down, Catler, you dodge expertly to the side. Can't catch me, you prick. <laughs> Whatever, you little bitch. Good one, Your Excellency. Second round, you guys are going again. Yes. Torn, you're going to go first. <laughs> I'm going to try and put the warhammer on the floor and then try and pull the skeleton's head into the, ha into the uh, handle. Ah. Amazing. All right, so yeah, give me a strength roll to try and smash his head into your hammer. I'm not the strongest guy, but... I'm trying. I'm going to think outside the box, my lord. Tw uh, that's a 12. You stake your warhammer into the floor, grab this thing, 
your hand um, getting extremely drenched in blood and then just wrench it down onto the Warhammer. Roll damage. And that's six damage. <laughs> His head explodes like an upset tub of jelly and drenches all over Johannes and your Warhammer. And at this point, you see um, Johannes sort of wipe his mouth and he's just, he's just like, right, that was fucking out of order what you've done there. All right. Welcome I feel like I just puked up a fucking lung. Now I'm covered in bloody skeleton blood, which shouldn't even be a thing, by the way. Lost some weight though, didn't you? Well, Johannes, don't lose your head. <laughs> I, Torn. I, I really, Torn. I failed to see what's fucking funny about that. I just took a freaking skeleton's head off, man. Torn, torn, Look torn. at that, that's a Your... kidney. That's one of my kidneys. Is oh, it? well, uh, we can put, put it back. back. We can, I, I can put it back in there. My lord, did you see the cool? Yes, I did. I was just about to comment. I actually. did that. Yeah, yeah, great move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really fucking cool. Yeah. Torn, come here. Yes, my lord. Fucking that was an excellent. Thank high you, five. My, my high fiving arm is currently well, I'll broken. Just, I'll just kind of slap it a bit then. Thanks. Ow. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, look. No, don't slap it off, my lord, please. Stop playing with his fucking arm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> funny. it's funny because before you gave me that horrible potion that made me sick, I was going to offer to show you the way out of the graveyard. You asked for the potion, I merely uh, provided. I wanted the nice one, you cunt! No, we asked you if it was the green one, you said yes. Your eyes, yes? I was momentarily confused. It's, it's difficult fault, to see it? with all the mist. How about I give her a tiny, tiny taste of the good one? Go fuck yourself, I don't trust you. No, look. And you see him sort of walking away from you down the hill, down the graveyard, and he kind of um, he, he gives you he gives you the finger as he's walking away and Can we follow? Yeah, you guys follow him about a few metres behind. And he's like, Go away! No, because you're taking us out. You're just right. going the same way as us. No, I'm not. I'm going somewhere else. Where are you going then? And we'll make sure we're not going that way. I'm going to uh, I'm going to uh, the, the Valley of the Unfortunate Dead. Yes, right. As a matter of fact, so we. Right. Well, it didn't exist before you were in the tomb, so check and mate, cunt face. But now we know it doesn't. And that's why we're going too. So is that a coincidence? All right. All right. Well, I'm not going there. Then I'm going to Galgenbeck. No, let's go. Oh, that place. You have heard of that one, yes? And he goes, for fuck's sake. And you guys sort of follow him down as he snakes through graves, stepping over bushes and things. It's a kind of, it's a very long walk through the graveyard, uh, Graven Tosk, and you know, after the fight, um, Johannes sort of spends the journey walking through the graveyard through this light rain, sort of trying to um, squeeze blood out of his out of his robes, and um, he he kind of, as he's walking along, muttering to himself, and he goes, "This fucking country, man, this sort of stuff happening all the time. Those fucking basilisk cunts." Anyway, as long as you two are going to be fucking following me, let me show you something. Yeah. And he walks around another tomb, um, to the back side of it, up a hill. And you hear from behind the tomb, well, come on, will you? We're, we're coming. Going to the back of this tomb, following round to where he's gone, you're atop a hill, and you see Johannes pointing to the distance. It's now that you see the true extent of the prophecies Johannes mentioned. Where once there were verdant, lush countryside, there's a dry, cracked, black ground, dead trees, black, thick rivers, and destroyed towns. Further on, where Galgenbeck County ended and the borderlands started, 
there's now a red sea stretching onto the horizon. Huge chunks of land continue to break off from the sides and fall away like pieces of a wet cake, sinking into the red sea. This count is the only place left. The world is collapsing in on itself. That sea that eats up the world, whole towns at a time. It's endless. People have tried to sail it, looking for other lands, and end up back here, either dead or alive. And he clears his throat and goes, that's right, skeletons coming back on boats. Wow. Anyway. That's pretty cool. If you must fucking know, I'm going to Galgenbeck. You're welcome to follow me, but if you, if you, if you bully me, oh, we won't. Whereabouts was... That was like an initiation. Yes. Oh, right, I see. Now you're like part of the travelling party. Give me a presence roll. Let's see if he buys that. Do good. That's 17. <laughs> he, he sort of looks down at the ground. He goes, every job I've done, I got bullied. Well, no, that's I'm going to open the um, hole on my mask and just uh, give him a really light and horrible smile. And he goes, he, he sort of smiles back, but it looks almost unnatural for him. Like the, the smile is painted on to a face where it doesn't exist. And he goes, so that yeah, was really an initiation. We're mates now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, you are a subject, but yes. And you hear Steve, your sword, just go, he's a prick. All right, Uncle Steve. Oh, have you met? Uh, you know, but, but if we're going to be friends, you've got to tell your sword to fucking shut the fuck up, uh, which is something I thought I'd never fucking say. He, look, 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 he's my uncle. He can say what he wants. This is the first time complicated. him. So he's going to, unfortunately, speak freely unless, you know, we really do he's, need him to He's quite cranky. He's a wanker. Please, ask him to stop. It's hurting my feelings. Look, he's... Look, he's my uncle. I can't... Uncle, do you want to... Do you want to stop all? Uh, no, he goes, you young'uns have got it too good nowadays. This guy's worrying about his feelings getting hurt. When back in my day, we had to deal with real things. You know what I mean? And this guy's... He's just a, he's just a fucking stupid youngster, and I hate him. And you see Johannes go, I'm 78! <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, you're remarkably rotund for a 78-year-old. <laughs> I didn't think you'd make it this far. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And you see him turn on his heel and head through the graveyard, beckoning you to follow with a gesture, not saying anything. <laughs> right then. I suppose, shall we go? Bit what, of fun. What has become of our world, my lord? I don't know, but uh, perhaps if, if we follow this guy, we'll understand a bit more. Perhaps this is some great imagination, Ning, and it is not what is really happening. Yes. We can but hope. Hope? And if we cannot hope, we must kill. So the journey out of Graventosk is long and arduous. Cold and dry, chill winds hit your decaying bodies. And what little blood continues to pump around your body does little to keep you warm. <laughs> Johannes walks ahead looking for signs stopping at certain graves, looking at patterns of moss on tombstones. He uses these to navigate, and after a full day's walk, your stiff bones begin to loosen up a bit, stopping to hurt quite as much as they did. But the pain of death still lingers a little bit in your muscles as you reach a bent, smashed-in gate, the perimeter of the boneyard. Johannes climbs over the mangled iron portal and holds his hand out to help you guys over. Come on in. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I'll take his hand. You take his hand, and, and as he as you do so, he gets your sort of old, decaying hand in his, and you see him just sort of go... Christ. Gonna be sick again, are you? It smells like farts! <coughs> oh, no, that wasn't... That was actually me, my, my oh, bottom. The God, the fart of a 20-year-old corpse. 
<laughs> it bloody smells exactly what it's described as. Nasty. <laughs> really musty. Oh, God. Yeah, God, it hurts my eyes. Yeah, can you yeah, help me up or not? All right. And you, you take his hand and finally climb over. Torn, you're still on the other side of the gate. What do you want to do? Hello? Torn, come on. Just climb. Just climb? Yes. Okay. Torn, you're going to have to give me an agility roll to actually climb over because you've only got one arm. <laughs> yeah. You've got to. With a crit success, you see Torn uncharacteristically do a backflip over the gate. Hello! Fuck As you hell. hit the floor, your legs sort of crack and creak. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. Well. I was. I was. I, I, I don't know. You know. I don't know, but I hope that more of this strength will come to me. Perhaps it is because we are on the righteous crusade. You know, we... Maybe your dead bodies don't know. We know you're other. incapable of doing backflips. You know what I mean? True. It's you almost know. as if you're, the, the thing's telling you that you're too old and decayed to do that don't work no more. You know, Torn, that we've known each other probably now, including the death like 60 years or something. Mm. Yes. And you never cease to amaze me. Good to know. Yeah. That's why... They call me Torn. Can I try and fix your arm, actually? It's been, uh, we're very let me much just, happy. Let me just, I'll just touch it a little bit one more time. But can I try and fix it? Please. It's um, quite distracting. Give me a strength roll to sort of mash it back mash into it place. Back in. No, it's terrible. I've got four. You go to sort of put it back into place, and as you give Torn's arm one final shove, it just comes off in your hand. Oh, um, I don't know if that was supposed to happen, my lord. That can't be a good thing. Ow! We'll, we'll sort it out another time. Just put it another in Another time? Put it in your pocket or something. Pocket? Actually, can you move it? Uh, I, oh, let me try. Um, yeah, you try to move the severed arm, and, and as you sort of think about moving it, you see the fingers sort of contort. Ah. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Here we go. Okay, well, yes, we, we'll fix it another time. I tell you what, I will put it in my blanket. Do you want to put it in your trousers? <laughs> hang it out. <laughs> Quite, my lord. But uh, I'll put it in my blanket, and I will hang it out the back of my sack drawer. And uh, we'll allow it to wave if it passes by. <laughs> as it happens, that's pretty nice sexual. Thanks. Um, as standing outside now of Grave and Tosk and, and sort of chatting to each other, putting your um, severed arm into your blankets and your sanctual, um, you are confronted with a great dying forest. The black trees entangle in the darkness, creating sinister patterns silhouetted against the moonlight. More sinister, however, there is a pole driven into the ground just outside the gates, about six foot high. There is a body tied and nailed to the wood. Stark naked, the body appears to have belonged to a man. Many parts of it are hacked off. Dried blood pools at the base of the pole, seeping into nearby piles of black leaves. Johannes simply said, oh, for fuck's sake. It looked like he had a good day then, didn't it? <laughs> Quite, my lord. <laughs> Probably deserved it. Actually, maybe not. We didn't. Wait, yeah. can I ask a favour? Yes. Don't throw me at this one. No. That oh, no. That fucking hurt. Sorry about that. You were just being sick, and I thought you could, you know, be sick on the bitch, but turned out to be a skeleton. Right. Oh, I smashed up. Yes, that was cool. <laughs> I'm all for a tactical puke on an enemy, but I wasn't able to fucking control it, mate. It was horrible. But you, you should have been there. You, you, do you feel, you feel lighter? Mm. More fleet-footed, yes? Yeah, but not in a pleasant way. But, but more fleet-footed, yes? Agile. Hmm. Stop trying to paint this like there's some silver fucking lining. Done you a favour. Well... Well, I thought we were going to become friends now, right? We are friends, and we you're welcome. Right, so you're up. welcome, okay. and we are friends, I shut, think. Shut up, you're welcome. Look. Somebody... Somebody do something. Oh, yes. Hello? Are you alive or dead? 
you can see that it's clearly dead. Um, like very clearly, <laughs> flies buzz around it, and its head hangs. Its cold, dead eyes looking down at the floor. They, they, Shall they, I put it with my warhammer, sir? No, no, I don't think there's any much, much point in that. Okay. Hmm. It's like pudding. Can I search it? For absolutely, anything. give me a presence roll, please. Uh, I got a sixteen. Okay, um, as you walk up to this thing and go to search it, your foot takes one uneasy step as you walk up to it, and it sort of, you feel your foot plunge into a pit. You manage to notice it just before you fall in, but there's black leaves with all the blood in it were concealing some sort of trap. And then the nearby bushes twitch and rustle. The hungry panting of something can be heard nearby. Right. Roll initiative. Ah. You guys are going to go first. All you can see is these twitching bushes, um, and you hear something giggling within them. <laughs> I would like Catler uh, to go first and to ready his sack. All right, you grab a sack out uh, from your pockets and open it up wide. Then it's going to be Torn's turn. I'm going to try and circle round um, where this sound's coming from, see if I can get up behind it. Give me an agility roll. Two. You realise that you're way out in the open. Something pops out. It's a green slimy monster with a huge nose and big fangs. It's holding a dagger in its hand and it pops up, ready to stab you and takes a swing at you. Give me a defence roll. <laughs> Five. And this horrible slimy beast stabs you in the shoulder, hitting you for one damage. <laughs> you feel something strange course through your veins as your shoulder begins to bulge and pulse. Oh, it got me, sir! That can't be fucking good. Mm. You see Johannes sort of backing away, standing on the periphery of the battle. Um, and then two more pop out of the bush and come for you, Catler. Give me two defence rolls. That will be a ten, and then the second one will be even worse. You take two damage as both of them stab into your ad abdomen and they giggle, revealing sort of rows of fanged, horrible, gnarled teeth. That's gross, that's gross. And next round, first is going to be torn. Right. You are, you're faced with one of these hideous green midget creatures. Yeah, okay. Uh, and this guy just, just stabs me, right? Yeah, and he stands in a defensive position. Okay, yeah, I'm going to try and um, kick the creature back, and I'm going to try and lift my warhammer and slam down. Perfect. All right, give me a strength roll. 20! <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> okay. Oh, 10 damage then, mate. You kick this goblinoid creature back and swing your warhammer down, crushing its head right down to its feet. Smashing it into a hideous red pancake. Mm. Again with the head crush, I see. Call me the head hunter! <laughs> this isn't the time for jokes! Oh, it's always time for jokes. It is, friend. it is. Catler, you see this goblinoid creature go down, but two of them still press the attack on you. What are you gonna do? I wanna try and sack one of them. <laughs> nice. Alright, give me a strength roll. See old sack attack. Three. As you try to bring this sack over down in the bush that this enemy is in, you, the enemy rolls out the way deftly and you just capture a bush in the sack. I've got him, I think. <laughs> Good work, my lord! You realise that you haven't got him when you see a knife in the corner of your vision swinging towards you. Give me a defence roll. <laughs> oh, defended. And you turn around and using Steve to slash the dagger out of the way. The next one then rolls towards you, taking an attack. Roll defence. Nope. Stabs upwards, catching you right beneath the chin. <laughs> you take a further one damage. Could you please stop this? Yes, fuck you too. Next round. 
Catler, you were going to go first. You've got these two goblinoids pressing on you for an attack. Right, that's it. I would like Catler to retort against the one who just made his hit on me with the Uncle Steve. Give me a strength roll. It's 19. You fucking prick. Have some of this Steve at ya. Roll damage. Six. And you slice the fucking goblinoid's head off, uh, and Steve becomes drenched in thick red blood. Hey, Dawn, check it out. Ding dong, another one, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> we are the headhunters. We are. Perhaps we have a new name. Now, about 20 metres away, you, you hear Johannes. Good one! Come here, you fucking pussy. Come help us, John. No, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with something over here. Oh, yes, your feelings, your, you fucking little bitch. Torn, it is your turn, and you can see one goblinoid still left attacking your prince. Right, so I'm going to try again, try the uh, come up behind him while it's occupied, and um, I'm going to try and, uh, yeah, smash it again with the warhammer. Perfect. All right, first of all, give me an agility roll to sneak, uh, to su- get up to surprise him. Free. Um, unfortunately, the thing knows where you are and, ki- and kind of moves around and manoeuvres to get you two, two both in front of him. Shit, but yeah. you can still go for the attack with the Warhammer. Yeah, I'm going to try to swing regardless and be like, Duck, my lord! Yes, yes. An eight. You swing down and, and as Catler sort of ducks, so too does the Goblin. You sort of just smash it into a nearby grave, sending it into Sherbert. Whoops! Probably shouldn't have said that so loud, my lord. Yep, yep. Sorry. You see, you see the goblin um, sort of um, assess up the situation, chucking his knife from hand to hand. Then he turns on his heels and begins to run away as both of his colleagues have been destroyed. Yeah, you're better, man. Can I try and throw the knife at him? <laughs> Not so fast, you little wimp. You have, you've got to finish what you start. Seventeen. <laughs> That's gonna hit. Roll damage. <laughs> Four damage. <laughs> Yeah, your knife whistles through the air, slamming into the back of this goblin's head, and you see him just collapse, his face first, hitting his face into a grave, and sort of arcing back in a in a crunched over position as he dies. And that's how we do it. Ah, yes, yes. Finally, as you're surrounded now um, with the by these woodlands, the graveyards to your backs, Johannes walks back over to where you guys are fighting next to the goblinoid's ambush trap, and um, he just goes, "Nice one, nice one, guys. I was doing a bit of recon, you know, looking out for other people." Oh, look out! Here comes the rescue party, my lord. <laughs> All right, soggy Mark and a funky bunch. Look, let's just get fucking going, shall we? <laughs> Mr. Pathfinder Recon, why don't you lead the way? Well, that was sort of the agreement we had, Thorn, so I, I will lead the way now. I, I just want to say, uh, good work. Eight out of ten for the fight there. Couple of misses, but um, with my help, you could be the best. Do not try and rate me, you buffoon. Sorry. And you see him sort of start walking towards the woodlands. What were them things? I don't know. Can we... Hey, Johan. Johannes. Yeah. Just wait a minute. Uh, can I search the, the uh, goblinoid creature corpses? No, absolutely yeah, fucking same, can. Same, Let's do this. Same. So both of you, give me a D66 roll. One, two, five, two. Catler, as you lean down to one of the goblins, you reach into its pockets of its old decaying shorts and pull out something worthless that just crumbles in your hands. Turn. Hmm. Um, as you dig around in the goblin sort of corpses, you found a labelled poison bottle. Ooh. And it's got sort of a thick black sludgy liquid in it. Johannes sort of looks over you guys as you search the corpses. And he's standing sort of at the entrance to these gnarled black woods. And he just goes, all right, if we're done done feeling up dead bodies, should we get going? Um, (laughs) Got somewhere to be? I've got a fucking magic scroll salesman to beat the fuck out of. I don't know why you're trying to make haste of us when you wanted to search the tombs. 
Hmm? We were just searching the yeah, corpses. Yeah, well, all I found was two angry dead blokes, so shut the fuck up. Well, he found a fucking potion, didn't he, so shut up. Point fucking taken. Do we have to argue every step of the way? Want to try this only one? If, only if you want to Do argue. I, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You don't want to try this one. You see a faint echo of a smile sort of uh, come over his face, and he's like, that's a good one. I feel we're starting a bond. Oh, and yeah. I caress him with my arm. Anyway. It's, uh, missing. Come on, lads. And you caress him on the back with your missing arm. He sort of he sort of um, shies away from it and uh, and walks towards the woods. Do you guys follow? Yes. After your fight with the goblins, your next day is spent heading south, through the Sarkash woodlands. These look nothing as you remember them. Your days spent hunting here together during the hot summers seem like a distant memory as you look at the sorry state of the forest now. Gone are the thick coniferous trees, their leafless black skeletons tangling overhead, gnarled and bent. Gone are the fruit bushes and the rushing rivers replaced with brown coils of cracking branches and thick tar-like streams. Hanging from the trees you see various animal skeletons. Not much further now. About a day or so, I'd guess, till we get back to Galgenbeck. What, a day? A day? Yeah, about a day or so. Roughly. Through this hell. Is it time for a rest yet? Look, you can rest when you're dead. Actually, (laughs) very good. Actually, to be fair, you didn't even manage to do that. But look, trust me, you don't want to hang around here very, very long, alright? Because there's things lurking in every corner. Oh, I believe you. Yes, I believe you too. What have they done to this place, my lord? I don't know. I don't know. It used to be a spectacle. It was wild, merriment and wonder. Did I ever tell you the time when back when I used to frequent these parts? Yes, Many I times, used to sort of walk along the trail and then what is that over there? You start a story and immediately cut yourself off, looking at a uh, sort of half-mangled skeleton of a raccoon hanging up from a tree. Is that a raccoon or is it a beaver or Rats. a badger? Or, uh, what is it? What are the question? What has done this to these creatures? Look, whatever's done it, right, we, we you don't want to fucking hang around. That's my point. Well, not Jack- like them. They're hanging around, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> hanging around the trees. Please, spare me the jokes. But it's funny. I know, but I haven't been happy in years, right? And it's really you sort are. of like doesn't go with the atmosphere. It does, place. it does. Look when everything. we get to Gal- Galgenbeck, right, we can go and beat up that magic salesman that sold me that shitty scroll. We can go to, go to the pub after we've nicked his money, of course. Mm-hmm. And then we can maybe drink away the sorrow of this fucking hellhole. Oh, drink. That sounds heavenly, right? Let's hurry up. Come on. Come on. Quick, 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 quick. Yes, my lord. Quick, quick, quick. Let's oh, run don't, a bit. Don't burn yourself out, mate. Right? You've got to take things at a decent pace, but don't go mental, all right? I'm dead. And trust me. Yeah, all right, fair point. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> and you, you sort of pick up your pace a little bit, and as you walk along talking, your conversation is suddenly cut short. A huge crunching, cracking noise behind you takes your attention. Turning to face it, the three of you see, about 200 feet away, great chunks of the forest crunching over and being swallowed by the cracked earth. The sections of forest are replaced by pools of red water. Time for... Johannes says calmly, 
same thing that's eating the world up at the edges there that you saw earlier. Sometimes it happens inland too. We should we should be fine. Don't worry about it. Should, should we be fine? Should we run away some more? Then the timefall begins to rush towards you, the ah. earth splitting open like a landslide and red screaming water rising up in its place. The forest pours over the edges into the drink, scores of black trees at a time. Fuck! Spoke too soon! Legate! Yes! Right, we're gonna go into a chase. So you guys need to get three successes before three failures, each to evade being swallowed by the time fall. Okay, I got 12. I got a 16. Both of you uh, get an absolute leg on, and you, your legs start carrying you at an immense speed. You hear them cracking as you outrun this time fall. It's lurching towards you, swallowing up huge, vast pieces of forest. Johannes is lagging behind. It just He's jumping off of pieces of land that are falling into the drink, and he's like, Fuck you now! Come on, boy. Next round, give me another agility roll, both of you. Well, I got a 16. I got a 4. Um, at this point, Catler, you race ahead, um, jumping over bushes, lurching through cracked forestry, and you notice that Torn is falling behind. He, you, and Torn, you feel, um, you feel sort of a rising feeling of dust and dirt in your lungs as you're trying to carry yourself as fast as you can. <coughs> I'm coming, my lord! Uh, oh, oh, I'm not gonna lie, I, even though I'm dead, I haven't felt this alive in ages. Good, keep going, I will catch up! Do catch up! You see Johannes, he gets a crit and runs past both of you, <laughs> swinging off of the branches of trees. He turned into an ape, it seems. Today is not a good day to die. And you see him just, he whizzes past you both. <laughs> Next round, both of you give me an agility roll. Do good, do good, do good. An eight. And I got an 11. Torn, you're really, really falling behind at this point. You're in the same position Johannes was just a minute ago. As the, the land that you, you run on starts to peel away and you have to jump over lengthy patches of this red water that keeps rising up. Starting to panic now. Catler, similarly, you are now lagging behind just a few feet ahead of turn as you run through these woodlands. Oh no. Next round, both of you give me an agility roll. Yes! I've got a 17. I've got a 17 also. Yes! Yay! Johannes is keeping up with you, Catler, and both of you run alongside each other and then you burst out of the woodlands just uh, crunging through a huge, thick, crumbled bush and you come out on the other side. However, Torn, you are just, you're just behind them, still outrunning this fucking thing as you see them disappear f uh, into the woodlands in front of you. Torn, come, it's this way. I will follow your voice, my lord. Torn, you have to still escape. Give me an agility roll. 19. Just as the time fall stops behind you. Torn, you give it one last burst of energy and run out of the woodlands escaping into a clear field on the other side, skidding in the mud next to Johannes and Catler. <laughs> At this point, the time fall appears to stop and you guys now stand next to each other as you see a huge chasm of red blood have, having split the forest in two. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> never, <coughs> uh, never a moment. Uh, whew, yes, fun. I tell you what, that was invigorating. So that's no. Yep, I, I don't. I, I don't imagine I'll be sort of accounting my chickens before they fuck again. Um, so that's uh, that happened a lot then, huh? Uh, yeah, I'd rather that didn't happen again. But it was, it was a bit fun, but also a bit. I need a drink. Yeah, me too. Mm. Come on, lads. 
And as you look around you, you see that you're sort of in open, black, cracked fields. In the distance, you do see what you think might be a city, but it looks to be somewhat clean sailing for the next few legs of the journey. Right, come on, cunts. Let's hope that doesn't happen again. Listen, don't refer to me as cunt. Refer right, to you're... me as Sir Cunt. I'm sorry, Sir Cunt. If you're going to at all. <laughs> but I'd rather really not even cunt. Alright, okay. Sorry, your cuntness. It's, it's, it's pronounced Cattler. He likes your excellence. He likes your Maleficent. Uh, he likes... Look, come on, boys. The royal family's been dissolved, dissolved for 20 years, alright? Yeah. I'll just call you... Cattler. Not here it isn't. Yes, alright. Yes, yes, yes. China says. Alright. Ready, boys? Let's go. Uh, uh, leave the forest behind and spend the next long few hours getting back to your home city. Finally, though, after lunging and and dragging your way through the final stretches of the land outside the Sarkash forest, you arrive home at Galgenbeck, and things have changed an awful lot. As you stare up at the city, your feet aching like hell, your body's tired and injured, you see the outer walls of Galgenbeck City have been defaced with various graffiti. One such scrawling, gigantic, written in dripping bright yellow paint, says, 3-3, the gaunt shall prey upon the gaunt. Your eyes then turn to Royal Hill, within the walls where the castle used to sit. There is a cathedral. Hundreds of red steps lead to its grey enormousness. A colossal red flag can be seen poking out of the cathedral's roof. A strange symbol on it depicts a two-headed crocodile-like creature. It appears as if the city is built up around this cathedral too. It's hard to make out from this distance, but there appear to be scores of small ramshackle buildings around the base of the cathedral. A small shanty town. Finally, though, the walls are littered with the dead. Rows upon rows of them, lined up outside, stuck on pikes along the battlements, and great pits at the city wall's base. The city gate appears to be open. And you see Johannes sort of looking at the city, rubs his hands, and he goes, Right! I can't wait to show that cunt magic shop a thing or two! Wait a minute. This used to be where I live. Yeah, it's quite different. So what do you reckon? Bit of kneecapping? Maybe a waterboarding? Can I just absorb this for a while, please? Where are the subjects now adorned to the side of the... I don't know, but why the fuck is there a cathedral in the place of the castle? What's with the snake? What's with everything? This is disgusting. Alright, let me explain. That snake, right, that's the two-headed basilisk. Okay, Verhu is one of the heads. He's the guy everyone worships. He don't live in a cathedral, to be fair, but people worship him there. And a lot of people think that their fortunes will be better should they move closer. The city is sort of grown up around it like a disease. Um, and uh, where is the, uh, the 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 partying and the, the merriment and the yes, where are the potions and the potions? More importantly, right, I'll show you to the magic shop, all right? Because we're gonna have to beat that guy up. What do you think? Knee kneecapping, waterboarding? Look, we'll let you take lead on it. Anyway, point is, if you want to party, right? There is a club. It's it's called uh, it's called the Plague Bin. 
Sounds, to be fair, it's one of the nicer places. <laughs> sounds it. Sounds very good, actually, yes. Right, so, come on, let's see the magic brick. All right. And approaching the city and heading towards the gate, you see that the destruction and decay is even worse than it looked from a distance. The walls of your city are crumbling and cruel with dark mould. The gate hangs on a thread, and many starving, emaciated people line the road leading to the walls. Barely able to muster a word, they hold their hands out, hopeful for a morsel of food. Then you notice the smell. An ugly, putrescent, sweet smell attacks your senses, worming its way into your nostrils. A scent that you quickly realise belongs to the pits along the base of the outer wall. Deep trenches filled with scores of bubonic bodies, all in various stages of decay. Johannes barely regards these, waiting for you patiently, but as you look down into the pits, you notice a man digging around in the pockets of the cadavers, covered in black goo. He occasionally coughs thick globules into his hand, gently weeping. Give me a presence roll, both of you. Eight. A twelve. Yeah, Torn, you don't really notice anything particular about this man. He's covered in a lot of dirt and things like this, but Catley, you take a good look at him, and you see something recognisable. There's a scar across his thick chest. It's the executioner, clearly fallen from grace. He digs around looking for something, his trousers little more than a memory. He wears a scrap of trouser cloth held on by a belt and nothing more. His skin is littered with black protrusions and weeping sores, and he kind of cries and digs around in the bodies. Johannes kind of impatiently goes, Come on, lads, we've got stuff to do. I've got something to do right now, actually. What is it, my lord? He's the executioner down there. What, where? There. Yeah? Let's get him now. So when you look down into this pit of, of decaying bodies, and I would like you to give me a toughness roll, please. Okay. That's an 11. As you look down and the, the smell hits your nostrils, Torn, you feel like incredibly sick. And that stab wound that you got from the goblin earlier, you look at it and it's now spreading throughout the upper right half of your body. And you notice that it's your veins in that area have gone black and the wound sort of pulses. And this sickly smell of corpses sort of, um, sort, sort of worms its way into your nostrils and reminds you of how sick you are and you kind of feel absolutely disgusting. What second thoughts, my lord? I'm feeling a little wheezy. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to say, could you just give me a second? And I'm going to pop my potion. That's cool. The healing one? Yeah. Yeah, and perfect. And that I made earlier and I'm going to chug that. You knock this potion back, and as you take this, a thick chug of this liquid, you feel it sort of coursing through your veins. Not only do you, you heal 5 HP, but in addition to that, you see the spread of this black infection kind of uh, fade and turn back to the uh, regular green rotting skin. <laughs> I was going to say gross skin, yeah. yeah. I feel better, nothing like a potion from the old boy. Torn to uh, get to going. Yes. Sorry. Yes. And you see Johannes as you kind of uh, like, like give yourself this rousing speech. Johannes walks over to and looks down into the pit as well and he goes, What the fuck do you want looking at this shit, man? Even us grave robbers look down on plague diggers. We've got a bound to break with that plague digger. Yes. Does, he oh, ever, yeah. does he ever come up to the surface? Yeah, I mean, I, they, I often do. He's just down there looking for food, little bits of little bits of oats, things like that. As, as Johannes is kind of speaking to you and you guys converse with him, you see the man uh, below look up. He's still got that kind of red hood over his face and he looks up and he goes, Oh bloody hell, it's you two. Oh, thank God, thank God a friend. 
That's, that's all I need in this world. And you see him sort of pathetically drag himself to the side of this pit and start clawing his way up, but his black fingernails peeling off his eye. Oh, Prince Catler, you got to help me, man. Yes, yes, a you, friend. Yes. you got to help me. I just, I just need a bit of food, anything, do mate. Do I? Do I have to help you? Do I? Welcome mm. to us back with open arms, is he, my lord? Yes, come towards me. Come towards me. I'll step back a bit. Come towards this me. This pathetic creature makes an attempt to climb out, and it takes him a lot longer than it should. His weak, emaciated arms just yanking himself out of the pit, and he crawls up to your feet, just... And, and starts kissing your shoe, Catler, and he's like, Oh, thank God, you're going to save me, aren't you? Get away from me. And you sort of say that and pull your foot away, and he's like, Please, please anything. What do you mean, please anything? You killed me. Look, it was only business, mate. It was not Come only on. business. You're the last friendly face I've seen in years. Friendly face? Well, remember this for the rest of your seconds. To you, I will give the snakeskin gift. And then I'm just going to stab him with my snakeskin gift dagger. You pull out this ornate dagger from your backpack and then just bring it down on his head and immediately destroy him. And you see the life go out of his eyes as you pu- and as you pull it back out, thick globules of black mold come back on your dagger and what? you kill this executioner. The people that are hanging around the gates pay this action absolutely no mind. As I do it, I just go, once a cunt, always a cunt. And I'll just kick him back in. Yeah, you kick the body and it slumps down back into the plague pits. Ah, uh, justice felt so good. Revenge is sweet. Uh, Alright, I'll take your word for it. Um, right, should we go to the magic shop and oh, beat time, that cunt up and then get a few beers? Yes. Yeah, we've all got a bit of revenge Brilliant to do Brilliant day for revenge. I'm feeling fucking good. Let's go. Revengey day. Kneecapping, you say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you guys are almost skipping as you enter through the cracked Galgenbeck gates. And that is where we leave today's episode. Yes! Yes! <laughs> that was fun, man. Ooh! That actually felt so good doing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it felt so dark. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was obviously, people will well know, um, an adventure that, uh, that I came up with. Um, but obviously we took a few liberties because in the book, Galgenbeck, it came up um, after the apocalypse. Uh-huh. But I kind of had it that it was your hometown and that it got fucked by the apocalypse. Why not? And changed. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that was the only real difference. The sad, funny, the sad, funny thing about this is, is when um, when I was writing this just before we were we were going to record the last time, mm-hmm. um, I was obviously a part of the Morkborg, uh, you know, Facebook group, and I saw somebody had made an adventure where the PCs die and get dug up and resurrected, and mm-hmm. I was like, that's that's a bit fucking weird, isn't it? The, yeah. the, but anyway, what did you guys think of Morkborg? Love it, mate. Uh, yeah, it's fucking cool. I love, I, I love it. It's just, yeah, I can feel the tone, even with a bit of comedy. Oops. But it's um, it's still got that really good tone. That we really can't dark, we can't so. do an AP and not have a bit of comedy. About be stupid. Yeah, I like how um, 
how murky-burky it is, mate. It's, nice. <laughs> it's real murky-burky, It's, burky, it's, burky, it's mate. really nice and murky. It feels burky. real murky-burky, mate. And, um, yeah, I like... Uh, the rules are so simple oh, and nice, man. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. It's so mm. good. And it's, I think it works for this kind of thing that we're doing as well, because it's, it's such... It's gritty, low damage, brutal. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I do fun. like that. I was it's... so glad you guys wanted to, because there's a table in the front of the book, which is, uh, you know, corpse plundering. Yeah, and I was yeah. so glad you guys searched the body, because, like, I just love the fact that this book is so dark, and it's like, James, you rolled a 12 or whatever it was, and it's the remake of something worthless crumble in your hands. <laughs> so good. I love that. I love. I, I could tell by your excitement. No, can yeah. I? Can we loot the body? Yeah. Yes! Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, the things on it are just so great. I, would, I don't want to spoil any of them. But yeah, you've got. Yeah, it's, it's just. A, it's a great book, man. I'll tell you what, I'm excited to play in the next episode. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of the format. of This is going to be kind of monster of the week type thing. So uh-huh. it's going to be individual episodes like we like to do in these types of things. Rowenge. Well, I hope you guys uh, out there enjoyed our Merc Borg, Murky Burky action Murky play. Murky Burky action play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Murky Burky action play. <laughs> um, if you want to contact us, 3trpgpod at gmail.com. And don't forget, if you donate on Patreon at a certain tier, which I think is $5, you can become a, cap, uh, a character in the actual play, yeah. like Johannes, like Steve the Sword. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Get on there, donate. And Do uh, I've been Harrison Honey. I've been Torn or Nick Lamley. I've been James Clark or Kettler Chudley. <laughs> and remember that D20s are cool, but the remains of something worthless will always crumble in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, everyone. Bye. Good goodbye. <laughs>